to ya. Happy New Year. <laughs> Please excuse the singing, everyone. I hope you all had a great celebration with your family members and friends. This is a new year, new me, new start. And that's what I want to discuss in this podcast episode. We always say new year, new me, but we never actually take the time to sit down and plan for the new year. Well, most of us at least. And I want to discuss some of the best ways to plan every facet of your life for the new year in order to create a new or better start for yourself. Metal Hearts Slay with your host, Vanessa. And my purpose is to encourage you to feel through the world with courage and passion while handling situations with wisdom and grace, teaching you to use your intelligence and intuition when doing so. Because let's face it, we are living in reality where people will test you and we all know what the end results could be if you don't put a shield on it. You can guard your heart without being cold-hearted. You are listening to the Metal Heart Podcast. A lot of people see the new year as a new start, but some people actually fail to realize or accept the fact that it's not really a new start per se. Things linger on or carry on into the new year. Things don't just start and stop like a pause, play, record, and stop buttons. Nowadays, new starts require planning because without one, then the new start actually becomes SSDD, same-ish, different day. In my personal life, I have never really had a plan when I was younger unless there was one given to me. For example, in school, my rubric became the plan, the vision board, the goals for that year or that semester. I would follow it to the T because I was a good student, honk honk. (laughs) Even when it came to saving money, as a little girl, I always had a piggy bank, but I never knew what I was saving for. I just wanted to save money just for the sake of saving it. I had no plans, no goals, no nothing for that money. So it would just sit there in the piggy bank. There were times when I would actually just give some money away to my siblings because why not? I just gave it away just for the hell of it. Eventually, that money became money to buy snacks or junk food at school. Another quick example is, quote unquote, running away. As a teen, I wasn't, you know, like a troublemaker. I was very shy and quiet. And there were times when I actually wanted to come out of my shell. And we would want to go to parties or sleepovers with our cousins, you know, just social things. And when our parents would say no... 
we would get upset and things like that. The older we got, the more abusive the environment became, more verbal, mental, emotional, and physical abuse. And there were times, I'm not going to lie, that I was like, I'm running away because this ain't what it is. It's not what life is supposed to be like. I would compare my life to my cousin's life or my friend's life. And they were very, very starkly, contrastly different. And it made me depressed and it made me want to run away. And sadly, as a child, I would always write these letters stating how I was going to run away, how horrible it is at home and how I was displeased with how horrible it is. And there was one time when my mom just called my bluff. She was like, go ahead and do it. Bye. There's the door. See ya. And I thought to myself, like, where am I going to go? Yes, I have lots of aunts and uncles and cousins and stuff like that. But it's like, they're just going to be bring me right back home. So that would be futile to run away to family members. How am I going to sustain myself? How am I going to buy food and everything else that I need? Where am I going to take showers? You know, like things like that just popped into my head. And then I just quietly and kindly sat down and STFU. She called my bluff and I had to shut the up. <laughs> and I'm saying this to say, like, I have no people who actually did run away at young ages, teenage age, and even younger than that. And their lives are very very hard knock lives even at their age that they are today because they didn't plan it out they just needed to get out of the environment that they were in at that current moment now I'm not really downing running away especially if you really need to if it's like direly or you know your life is being threatened I'm saying you need to plan when it comes close to being 18, your parents are kind of ready for you to go, leave the nest. And some parents don't really properly help their children plan their young adult lives. So when children actually run away or even just simply move out, they are so unprepared and it's because their parents didn't teach them how to plan. I say all of this to say that planning is essential for a new start when it comes to pretty much anything. So in order to have a new year, new you, or a new start, you need to plan it accordingly. And you need to follow that plan as much as possible. I'm going to list the facets in life and ways to start the new year off right through planning or scheduling with each facet. First, let's ask the question, what are your intentions? Then we can realize that there is a time and a place for everything. Or we can say everything must have a place 
or value. Depending on what it is your intentions are will depend on the context of those two statements. So the first facet would be finances. Once you know what your intentions or goals are, you need to match your spending to those goals or intentions. I can say back then when I wasn't really financial savvy or financially um, aware, I would spend, spend, spend without keeping track of how much I was spending. I wasn't keeping track of what was coming in and what was going out. So there will be times where I would try to buy something and (laughs) I don't have any money in my account. Why? Because I didn't know that I didn't have any money in my account. (laughs) You want to avoid those embarrassing moments. But then again, I'm kind of grateful for those moments because now I am on top of my spending. Every penny is accounted for. And if anything is off, I go back and I look. I don't keep just receipts. I keep invoices. I keep everything that I spend. Even if it's online, I make sure I write it down or I take a screenshot of it and I keep it separated from my all of my other photos. I just make sure I keep all of my finances organized. Another way to keep your finances organized is to schedule everything money-related around your income or paydays and your expenses or bill due dates. Again, if I set up automatic payments, I'm not keeping track of what's coming in and what's going out. So I'm not balancing my accounts. And there are times where it's, I didn't move over some money to my checking account so that once my bill is due, that money is already there. I have no worries. But Now that I know how much I have in my account, I can easily move money to and from different accounts without having to figure out, okay, what day is this due? What day is that due? Everything is on my calendar in my planner. That's how I keep track of bill due dates and paydays. Next tip would be to plan out what you want to do with whatever you have left over. So if you want to invest, that leftover money should go into reinvesting in whatever investments you have, or you can research the best stocks or ETFs to invest in. Make sure you research before you do because you need to become knowledgeable before you do whatever it is you actually do. You don't want to go in blindly to anything, anything. Next tip would be reassess your financial plan. More often than not, this will help you figure out ways to increase your income and net worth while trying to decrease your expenses. And that way you can use whatever left mo- leftover money or money that you didn't allot or account for back into investments or whatever savings you want to do with that leftover money. And lastly, it's the biggest tip of all. Can you afford a financial planner or CPA? 
they can help you plan out your goals and find ways to get you to those goals. They will help you on a financial path. And not to mention the biggest thing is they will make you accountable if you falter off of that path. So if you're not good with money, no matter how hard you try, maybe you need to give that responsibility to a financial planner or CPA because if you're paying someone to keep up with your finances, they're going to do a good job at doing it. That's if they're good at what they're doing, right? So if you're not good with finances or if you have a lot going on and you need more time on your schedule, give that to someone and they will handle it for you. And not only that, but they will keep you accountable. They will keep you on that path and they will figure out ways to help you increase your income or net worth. Second facet is personal growth or development. Let's take a moment to acknowledge how far you've come from where you've been and all that you have gone through. Let's also acknowledge that you're taking the first step to becoming a better version of you. You go girl or you go boy. And if you're already on that path, congratulations. Most people don't take accountability for what they've done in the past or take the initiative to change themselves or their lives. So congratulations, you are on your way. And I am proud of you keep going. Please, 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 please don't stop now. Trust me. I've been where you've been. So don't give up. Just keep pushing forward. You're going to get there. Now a little bit on, I guess I would call a tidbit side. I'm going to quickly list some things in your personal life or personal growth and development that you should scrutinize. So let's talk about social life. Are you going out a lot? Are you staying in a lot? What does your social life look like? If you're a party girl and you're ready to settle down, are you a party boy and you're ready to settle down? Figure out what you want your social life to look like because I'm not saying that you should not go out anymore or I'm not saying that you need to throw yourself out there. What I'm saying is find a perfect balance that matches your personality style and how you want to socialize because your social life shouldn't stop but it shouldn't be out of control or you shouldn't be like a a recluse a hermit friends let's talk about your friends are they good for you do they put you in situations that motivate and inspire you or are you constantly arguing with that friend? Are you constantly just in situations that you would never be in with other friends? You need to always reassess your friendships because not friends don't just come and go, but friendships mature over time. We have friends since childhood and then our friendships change when we become teenagers because of puberty and all that good stuff and peer pressure. 
then when we become adults, those friendships either change or they fizzle away. So always reassess your friendships. Family. Let's talk about family. This is a big thing because family members help shape your life, not just mommy and daddy and brother and sister and grandma and grandpa. Every family member helps shape your life and even the culture or background of your family shapes your life. There are family members that are just toxic. That word, I know, but sadly, there are family members that are toxic out there. And trust me, I know I've probably been toxic to a family member or two at a point in my life when I wasn't, you know, spiritually or just pretty much self-aware. And certain family members... I don't really speak to that much anymore unless like I see them at family gatherings. Not saying that I would mm, malice my family members, but it's just I have to love certain ones at arm's length or certain ones at a distance, like all the way over there, if you get what I mean. And your work life. My work life used to be crazy because one, I used to work full time. Two, I used to work there for so many years. If you're working somewhere two years or more, you're going to be close to a certain coworker or coworkers or not. And they become like a family, a work life family. And again, some of them are toxic as you know what? And we have to manage those relationships because, let's face it, co-workers are not friends. And they definitely aren't family members unless they are actually your friend personally or your family member, like bloodline family member. So stop treating them as such. My co-workers would hate that I would not be like open with them even though I was open which is kind of ironic it's like I tell you what I need you to know I don't tell you everything that you shouldn't know you don't need to know about my personal life because you don't come home with me you don't need to know about my family life because you're not in my family the only thing you need to know is if I need you to know something that relates to our job and that's it Yeah, they're going to hate you for it, but you need to set those boundaries because they will overstep. They will try to intervene. They will cause chaos in your life that just doesn't need to be there. And not only that, it's just it'll cause too much commotion within the work environment. And one thing we want to avoid is toxic work environments. About my favorite facet which is branding. Are you an entrepreneur? Do you run a small business? If so, the biggest tip I've learned is to form a team. They can help you run things more smoothly and efficiently. A one-man show is great when you're starting out. 
but eventually your goal should be to scale your brand or business. The bigger you get, the more hands and eyes you need on the business or brand. This is how I got started. I started out watching a lot of YouTubers. Starting with Roberto Blake. I will always be mentioning him because he has helped me a lot. And I mean a lot since the day I found, you know, his channel. I actually started watching his channel because he was reviewing computers and gadgets that I was interested in back then. And I was, you know, thinking of being a content creator. I was very artistic and all that good stuff. And I was very tech savvy and I needed a computer that would help me, you know, put my art out there and that's how I got started with you know Roberto Blake he's been so far like the best thing he has this slogan create something awesome today and he just it's just awesome his content is awesome and then he introduced me to Amy Landino and then watching Amy Landino has been, you know, the best thing for me as well. Because, you know, these channels, they help you find other people and or channels that will help you. And that's really how I got started. Another YouTuber I want to mention is Evan Carmichael. I start when I started watching his videos with um, his one word is believe and he inspired me to think of my one word when it came to my business or my branding and figuring out what I was going to talk about when it came to my content in my channel. And I figured out that my one word was courage, but I didn't want it to just simply be courage. I wanted it to really resonate with not just myself, but with everyone that it comes into contact with or it reaches you know whoever it reaches and so i coupled the word courage well the old meaning of courage would be like metal because metal means courage and i coupled it with the word heart because i have a courageous heart and i want people who resonate with my brand and my message to have courageous hearts and another YouTube channel I will mention is The Passionate Few. And I love this channel because it, it just, he interviews a lot of inspirational people or motivational speakers, as well as business people who you know had the rags to riches stories and that channel is just so motivating and inspiring and I follow a lot of other channels that have the same kind of content motivational and inspirational because that is what I strive to be and that is what you know helped me through my hard times was these motivational and inspiring stories people and or channels unlike Beyonce I didn't wake up like this 
In fact, no one does. We all take steps in certain directions of our lives. The best way God can order your steps is if you set your intentions and head in that direction. Now, the next facet I would like to talk about is around the house. And I just want to quickly mention this because it's just something that needs to be mentioned. There are times when I am just so busy with doing things online on my iPad or on my phone that I just, the day goes by so quickly and then the house just ends up being a mess because most of my time is spent at home because I have a online business and I do still work part-time. But if I don't, you know, schedule in times where I'm cleaning up behind myself, everything is in a disarray and it will look like a tornado came through here. And it's just important to just have those little bit of moments maybe like two minutes if it takes less than two minutes go ahead and do it wash those little bitty ditch dishes in your sink go ahead and pick up those papers that you threw on the floor that you don't need you can actually pick them up put them in the trash two seconds of your life was not wasted it was actually put into good use just think of it like that the two second rule kai zen change for good self-care or self-love do you schedule in me time do you think about yourself more often than not um i'm sure just like me you're someone who puts yourself on the back burner contrary to popular belief this is not good if you can't help you no one can and i mean no one the best way god can help those are those who help themselves first so you need to think of you it's it sounds a little selfish or greedy but you seriously need to think of you first wash your face brush your teeth do your morning routine in the morning that way you have time during the day to do everything else plan a schedule have a schedule a daily schedule yeah, things seem to be like humdrum when they become like mundane, but it's it's essential to have a morning routine or a daily schedule because it keeps you on track. It keeps you, you know, getting to those goals and getting what you need to get done. A little and another self-care thing is when it comes to me time do you get your nails done do you do your pedicures do you schedule in time to have massage massages or staycation or vacations or even daycations however you want to name it word it label it do you take the time to take care of yourself in your teens and 20s you're just so agile and you don't you don't think of that until you get older and you're like wow like I can't even bend down and touch my toes I can't even climb up the stairs with groceries without being out of breath 
schedule those times because those times become essential more than just important my exercise routine i just not even just exercising if it's just stretching every day yoga every day i am happy i am content because it's something that's important to me it's something that i love doing and i wouldn't change it for the world i i just love yoga i love stretching and doing those mini workouts you know that really get you energized and motivated it's just the little things in life that really help rejuvenate you sometimes you don't need a two-week vacation sometimes you don't need a two-hour hit workout routine it's just little things in life it really really is and the last facet is time management I cannot tell you how important time management is I always had a planner I always had a planner in my teens in high school like I just always had a planner because they were important I knew when my my uh, projects were due I knew you know when I had a doctor's appointment like everything that revolved around my life I put in my planner planners for me are essential they're important they're just a big part of my life and my then that that's the biggest time management thing I can you know give you is having a planner having a schedule having something that you can visually see okay I need to get this done at this time or using your phone your phone is like the biggest but smallest thing you can utilize in your life to help manage your time to schedule self-care self-love to um use for business or branding for every facet of your life financially planning your phone is the biggest yet smallest thing you can utilize in your life my phone and my ipad are my two most important things in my life I can actually do more without my phone, (laughs) but again, still, I utilize it a lot. I plan all my, everything that's in my planner goes into my phone just so it can alert me, just the utilizing the alert (laughs) feature on my phone is the biggest thing because a planner can't, it's physical, but it can't alert you unless you're, you know, keeping track of the time. But my phone, it alerts me, hey, you have an appointment or you have this uh, podcast that you need to put out. You have this video that you need to get done. You have this beat that you need to make for your uh, EP. Like in my phone, I can't do anything without my phone. (laughs) It's the big time management thing that I can think of. Another thing I can think of when it comes to time management is... I used to try to do my nails myself and I would just take so long getting it done. And it's like, yeah, it's cheaper to get it done, but I would rather pay someone to not only do it 
good, like a good job, but it just takes so much less time when someone who knows what they're doing does whatever you need to get done. Yeah, you want to do everything yourself. It's cheaper that way, but if you have the money to give it to someone else, that becomes that person's blessing and and you having more time to do something else becomes another part of that blessing. Like you bless someone and now God blesses you with more time to get done with whatever me time you have or whatever whatever you need to get done with your business or branding because let's face it when it comes to businesses or branding time management and consistency they go hand in hand if you're if you don't have any time on your hands for your business or your branding if you don't have time for it then you're not going to be consistent when it comes to putting out content. I have sat on lots of content ideas for so long and it more most of, most of it was due to um imposter syndrome, overthinking and all that good stuff, but again, it also boiled down to not scheduling time to do those great ideas for that content. <laughs> time management Time is the most valuable thing in your life and you need to utilize it the best way you can. You will never get time back. You will never get time back. Time never stops for no one. So utilize that time. I don't care if you're 10 years old or 80 years old. Utilize that time. And those are the... So the major facets in life that I wanted to point out, those are the major tidbits that I wanted to talk about when it came to new year, new you, new start. And hopefully those tidbits and facets are things that help you in your life and your business and or branding. I believe that all of that there or here for now i hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did please don't forget to give it a rating if you want to follow me on social media i am metal heart on everything you can buy or stream my music on your favorite platform if you are a music lover like myself and lastly you can check out my website www.metalheart.com where you can join my mailing list in order to find out about any upcoming projects that I have. I will see you soon in the next episode. But until then, put a shield on it and peace and love. Bye everyone.